This episode is in partnership with CertSmart, powered by LRQA. Designed specifically for small business in the UK, CertSmart offers the best-in-class and best-in-price UCAS-accredited ISO 9001 certification. Get certified and grow your business faster. Get a quote in under two minutes at certsmart.co.uk today. Welcome to this latest First Voice podcast brought to you by First Voice magazine, the official flagship magazine of the Federation of Small Businesses and the go-to podcast for news, tips and important information for small businesses and the self-employed. This episode, we are looking at how small businesses can achieve ISO 9001. Now, if you are a small business that fulfills contractual obligations or delivers goods and services to other businesses, then you'll likely have heard of ISO 9001 uh, because lots of those businesses you supply or want to supply will likely require that you have it. Uh, So in this episode, we will look at some practical tips for how small businesses can achieve it um, or indeed how they can transfer their ISO 9001 certification to an online platform, including some practical tips on documenting existing procedures. Um, But we will also look at exactly what it is and why it's important so that if you don't currently have it um, or you're thinking about it and considering it, then you understand the doors that it can open for your small business. Um, To help me explore all of those issues, I am joined by two guests. Cheryl Stevens is the product manager for CertSmart, the LRQA platform which delivers straightforward affordable and UCAS accredited services for small single site businesses, including ISO 9001. And Ali Kalanjad, who is one of LRQA's most experienced auditors, particularly with small businesses, uh, and will give us valuable insights on the challenges, pitfalls and solutions for small businesses looking to achieve certification. Thank you both very much for joining us. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Cheryl, um, I'm going to start with you, if that's all right. Um, Can you set out exactly what ISO 9001 is um, and why it's valuable to small businesses? Sure. Yeah. Thanks, John. So ISO 9001 is uh, an international standard. Um, It's used for defining a quality management system, or you might be aware of the term of a QMS. Um, So this QMS standard provides the requirements that should be implemented into a company that it just helps them create all their processes, procedures, policies, things that are necessary to provide products and services to meet the regulatory and customer requirements. Um, 9001 is probably the best known standard, but there are many standards out there covering all sorts of areas from environmental, health and safety, medical, the list just goes goes on. Um, It is um, used by around 1 million companies worldwide um, and uh, the size of the company doesn't matter. That can be anything from one person flying solo to an organization of 100,000 team members. It doesn't really matter. Um, It also doesn't matter the industry that you're in. It's a truly inclusive uh, standard. So, uh, yes, there's many businesses that use the ISO 9000 standard. And some of those reasons are are for... um, 
you know, the way that it works, it helps to save uh, time around more efficient resource management. It helps to identify reoccurring problems that uh, and anomalies so that you can look at how you can reduce them and eliminate them. But I think most importantly, um, one of the reasons that we find is that it's a way to increase profit potential and market share. Um, at LRQA, we often see clients that, you know, start their certification journey because they've got an opportunity to grow or to tender for a large, you know, for a large client. So it's really seen as a way to propel your growth with larger organisations um, or maybe working in public sectors because it will allow you to get on the supplier approval list. Uh, it's just that way of showing that you operate to a higher level of quality management within your business um, and that you comply to all that standard structure. It can just on the flip side of that, it can also limit your ability to engage with some of those businesses um, if you don't have your ISO 9001. Brilliant. So some really clear benefits for, for small businesses there. Yeah, um, absolutely. Where, where do they go to get it and and, and who supplies it? Yeah. So firstly, John, just going back a step there, you know, there's many small businesses that are at the start of their ISO 9000 journey. Um, and when you start it, it can seem really daunting. There's plenty of jargon in this industry and technical speak. So sometimes um, a little bit of help at the beginning can be really beneficial. So a lot of uh, clients that we have use consultants. It's a good way to help them start their journey, but they do carry lots of costs. So, um, I, you know, and I understand how difficult that can be for small businesses. So if you can't engage with a consultant, what I would suggest is that you can absolutely do this on your own and you'll probably be further down on your journey than you think. Certification bodies are a good way of finding information. Their websites have got um, lots of uh, tips and templates that can help small business owners. Um, for you know, example, at LQA we have CertSmart. That's completely designed around small businesses, um, which can help you know, customers support them on their initial journey. Um, but there's many CBs and they, you know, they, they can all look at, I would suggest that your, you know, the, the listeners look at um, others just to see what else is out there to offer. So talking about that, you say, where can I get my audit from? Um, audits are completed by your certification bodies or CBs. Um, and there's many of them to choose from. You can do a simple search on the internet and this will provide a list of companies for you to work with. Um, try not to choose the first one at the top of your search page. Ideally, um, choose one that is UCAS accredited um, as that is, you know, shows that your certification body, uh, body has the ability to certify your business to that highest level. Um, and your certificate will also carry the UCAS Assured logo, which shows, you know, carries that quality brand and confidence level to your prospects, you know, your prospect customers or clients. Um, and some clients won't accept your certificate unless it carries that UCAS logo. So make sure that you look and choose um, your certification body that you want to work with wisely. Okay, you talk about sort of you know reputable providers there. Um, mm. What do you what do you mean exactly by that? You know, and what are some of the pitfalls of not going with a reputable provider? Yeah, John, as with all things, you know, there's companies out there that will offer certification that are not UCAS accredited um, and they do this generally for a, a much lower price point. Now, so some of those companies are fine to work with, um, but it could potentially cost you in the long run because, again, if your prospect clients want that UCAS logo um, for that higher level of insurance on your certificate, then essentially that certificate that you're produced um, by the non-accredited uh, UCAS would, you 
know, you'd end up paying for it again. Um, there's also, as there always is, there's some rogue companies out there. So please be careful. If you see anything where they're offering you a certificate uh, for a very minimal price, you know, around 100 to 400 pounds, all I can say is there really is no cheap and easy way to get an ISO th- uh, 9001 certificate. Um, and the small business owners will only end up paying again. Um, so it's best, you know, use accredited provider, um, choose wisely, and then, you know, again, choose based on what your customer is demanding, and that will help you save your costs in the long run. Yeah, some really good points there around the kind of benefits for small businesses, um, where you can get it from, and the the importance of going with reputable providers, which, you know, stands to reason and, and, and works across lots of things that, that small businesses are looking looking to achieve. Ali, I'd like to move on a little bit and talk about the process of achieving ISO 9001 accreditation. How exactly does that process work? What would small firms need to do to achieve it? Uh, to be honest, uh, John, the the, uh, the process uh, starts from the uh, initial stages, stage one and stage two, and it's not that much different from the large organization. The only difference is the planning for the large organization with the multi-site uh, is uh, more time consuming and um, uh, should be more preparation for the auditors. But, but for the small businesses, it's fairly simple and um, the planning can be much easier. The stage one is basically to review the documentation and preparation of the organization for um, uh, for the um, uh, ISO 9001 quality management systems. And uh, it normally it is one day or half a day um a review of the documentation uh, it can be conducted uh, remotely as well um and uh, after approval for the minimum requirements it can be recommended for the stage two <clears throat> and the stage two basically reviewing the and auditing the older processes um uh, the obviously key processes of the organization from the starting point to the ending um, ending point of the process approach uh, which basically if there is any customer uh, approaching to the to the business, uh, what journey is going to have to the end of the process, um, and this is the initial stage of the um, the ISO 9001. And after that, there is some surveillance visit, depending on the contract that the business is going to have with the uh, certification body. It can be on the six six monthly um, uh, surveillance visit, or um, nine monthly, or three yearly. Certification um, the duration is three years from the starting point to the expiry, and then after that, certificate in renewal audit, and that is normally the case. Uh, and the surveillance visit normally is shorter, but for the small businesses, it's not going to be that different because it's going to be one day normally for the for the surveillance visit or search renewal. Okay, sounds pretty, um, you know, pain-free. What tips do you have to help small businesses achieve accreditation quickly and, I guess, in a hassle-free way? And and what are some of the challenges that small businesses might face in terms of achieving accreditation or or, or implementing a a QMS? The the biggest challenge, I I would say, if 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 an organization wanted to uh, apply for the uh, ISO 9001 certification is basically the, the language of the, the standard is a bit um, uh, confusing, I would say. Uh, it was for, for me as well when I was starting, um, well, 
this job and uh, um, gradually understood and what the requirements are and the, the, the what's the expectation, etc., etc. But uh, for a new new uh, uh, organization, it can be quite time-consuming, confusing, and uh, um, uh, just to avoid that. It's maybe it's better to use some um some uh, explanations uh, some resources some books that can somehow uh, help organizations some of them they use the consultants which is fine uh, but uh, the biggest challenges i saw in some some specific clauses um and a small organization for example for the internal audit and the matter of the impartiality it's really hard to find somebody impartial to the business to the to do, to conduct the internal audit so this is the one of the challenges I saw in the small organizations and how they can find somebody um, to to conduct their internal audits. But uh, if they understand the requirements, maybe it's it makes them much it makes it makes it much easier for them to overcome these challenges. Yeah, and you're an auditor, Ali. So um, what exactly are auditors looking for, um, and how can awareness of that help small businesses reach their aim a bit quicker? Have you got a kind of practical example of that? The, the most important thing for the auditor is a risk-based thinking uh, and process approach. Basically, what we are looking for is to uh, understand the, the, the key processes in the organization from the starting point to the ending point and how the organization is ensuring um, these processes are being um, working as they've been expected to. And also how they've been monitoring in terms of the performance, and if there is any any short uh, shortage of the, uh, I mean, the uh, 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 basically in the in the in the process, uh, how they can be picked up and how they can improve it. So continual improvement is another thing that they need to consider. Uh, monitoring the measuring equipment, which we call that calibration, is very important if it's in manufacturing processes. Um, and ensuring the customer is protected is another thing that we are um, keen to see in the process that how the organization is ensuring that customer, final customer uh, or next customer is um, is um, protected in the process. Superb. And um, Ali, just finally from you, um, you know, we've talked a lot about achieving ISO 9001, but, you know, there's some stuff here for firms that have already done so um they don't have to stay with their current provider do they what what are the benefits of considering a move if you've already achieved your iso 9001 i would say the best thing is the um uh, value for money basically um sometimes you're you're stuck with a service with one certification body because you're used to used to them and uh, um but the, the the thing is maybe you you don't get much from that certification body as a value for money and also um the quality of the um the audit or because I, I would say some of the audits um, normally when i audit uh, what is important for me is the value add uh, what i'm adding to the to that business as an auditor um, it's not only auditing, it's just bringing some new questions and challenges that if, uh, for the organization to see some different perspectives and for improvement. So, um, for the, for those organizations, they can look around and see if there is any certificate, other certification bodies 
and with a, maybe uh, more competitive prices or better performance. Always, I don't say the best prices is a better <laughs> better choice, but sometimes the the achievement that of the the, the clients with with one of the certification body uh, can indicate that the certification body is looking after uh, uh, their their clients basically better and. Um, success of their clients is considered a success of that certification body. So uh, that is something that they can look around and find some some organization and certification bodies uh, with better performance. And uh, no, it's very easy to move on uh, from uh, when they have this cert, uh, certification ISO 9001. The, the, the simplest thing is to uh, raise an inquiry, find a new uh, certification body, and then uh, request for the transition from um, uh, transfer of the certification from the current um, current uh, CV to the to the new CV, and also informing the current CV as well. So uh, the the process is fairly very simple, and the one um, uh, transfer audit is going to be taking place, and that's 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 easy. That's going to be um, moved on, and uh, uh, at the stage level that they are currently. They remain with the new certification body as well, so they don't have to start from the stage one, the stage two, if they have valid certification already. Yeah, and I'm sure that cost saving message um, is one that resonates with our audience right now, given um, the increased um, cost of doing business that we're experiencing at the moment. Cheryl, I'll just bring you back in if you don't mind. Um, anything to add on those those points, um, just to summarise for us, perhaps, and and where can our audience find out more about this? Yeah, absolutely, John. So yeah, really everything that Ali has said, obviously the whole certification journey and then transferring that certificate. Um, for anybody that wants to know anything else, you can always search on uh, certsmart.co.uk. You can find out um, what we offer here at LRQA to, to support small businesses. We actually have two small business uh, programs within the business. Um, there is a live chat function on the website. So if you have any questions and you need an instant response, then you can speak to a real person because that's connected um, directly to a person and not a bot um, and also there is some contact us numbers on the website so again if you want to speak to one of our amazing um, team there they'll be able to help you and support you on that certification journey yeah, that's brilliant thanks cheryl and uh, thanks ali for that brilliant walk through the value of iso 9001 and how small businesses can secure it use it to grow and ensure it is from and with a a reputable provider thank you Thank you also. Thanks, no, you're welcome. Thank you also to our audience for listening. While I have your attention, as always, I would just like to remind you that you can subscribe to the First Voice podcast to receive regular updates and guidance on the big issues affecting small businesses. And do please also remember that you can find a whole host of additional webinars, podcasts, and other content on the First Voice website at firstvoice.fsb.org.uk. Many thanks for joining us. This episode is in partnership with CertSmart, powered by LRQA. Designed specifically for small business in the UK, CertSmart offers the best-in-class and best-in-price UCAS-accredited ISO 9001 certification. Get certified and grow your business faster. Get a quote in under two minutes at certsmart.co.uk today.